The Philippine government orders its agencies to control the spread of the African swine fever. The Philippine Anti-Graft Court dismisses yet another forfeiture case, this time involving an estimated 267 million pesos worth of ill-gotten wealth of the Marcos family. The Philippine government lifts the moratorium on foreigners conducting maritime scientific research in the country. And Chinese officials working with British authorities to identify dozens of bodies found inside a truck in England. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. The Philippine government calling for nationwide cooperation to fight the spread of the African swine fever in the country. The Office of the President has directed all government agencies to coordinate and adopt measures to manage, contain and control the transmission of the deadly hog virus. Agencies are also mandated to provide assistance, alternative livelihood and skills training to those affected by the disease. This directive comes as the Agriculture Department confirms certain processed meat products tested positive for ASF. The Philippine Agriculture Department is coordinating with the Food and Drug Administration on the processed meat products tainted with ASF. The agency still refuses to name the brands as it continues to validate reports. The department has also ordered a recall of the affected meat products. It, however, says action on the contaminated goods will ultimately depend on the FDA. These are processed meat. So if these are processed meat, uh, ang pong may mandate po rito will be the Food and Drugs Administrator, Administration under DOH. Uh -oh. So what we will be doing is coordination. Our job will be to test the presence or the absence of that genome or yung gene ng, ng ASF and we will give them the results so that they will be doing accordingly kung ano pong action ang uh -oh. dapat gawin. Naming brands po, it will also be unfair to the tatlong, kasi po ang nakita po, I'll be very specific sa Mindoro po, tatlo po isa pong branded at meron pong homemade. And, and the provincial veterinary who took the sample po ay kinuha po niya under the same container. That is why the cross-contamination possibility is already there. A big possibility. Kanya po, hindi natin ma-attribute na yung branded na sinasabi ay siya po ang source. Baka po na-contaminate din po dun sa container na yun. Okay. The Agriculture Department assures the public the culling of thousands of hogs is no cause for concern. Roughly 60,000 hogs have been culled so far or have died from the disease. Around 12.5 uh, million hog population. So pag tinignan nyo po, it's still a fraction of a number dun sa total population. In relation po, relative po dun sa figure, at an average, as of October po, we, we, we called around 14,000 heads per month. And as compared to them, based on the data given, ang China po, alam naman po natin gano'ng karami ang ano ng China, 97,000 per month. Ang South Korea po, 145,000 per month. So napakalayo po ng datos natin. At ang Vietnam po, is staggering 616,000 heads per month. Pork accounts for 60% of meat consumption in the Philippines, the world's eighth biggest pork producer by volume. The health department has stressed meat products tainted with ASF are safe for human consumption as long as they are cooked properly. 
In other news, the Philippine Anti-Graft Court dismisses yet another Marcos forfeiture case. This time, the case involves an estimated 267 million pesos worth of cash and properties, allegedly plundered through cronies Fe and Ignacio Jimenez. Adrian Ayalin found this report. The Sandigan Bayan 4th Division has dismissed uh, civil case number 0007 involving the forfeiture of an estimated 267 million ill-gotten wealth of the Marcoses through spouses Fe and Ignacio Jimenez. In a decision promulgated October 14, 2019, the Antigraph Court granted the demur to evidence filed by the Jimenezes for insufficiency of evidence. Photocopied documents as well as defective pieces of evidence cost the government millions of pesos as well as dollars siphoned off to foreign countries, expensive works of art, as well as real estate properties under the name of the Jimenezes. Civil case number 0007 is among the cases filed by the Presidential Commission on Good Government and the Office of the Solicitor General in 1987. In the Sandigan Bayan decision, it was noted that the government argued that the documentary evidence they submitted should not be considered mere photocopies, but rather certified public records. But the court disagreed. Among the photocopies noted by the Sandigan Bayan decision were tax documents, summary of stock transactions, Central Bank of the Philippines documents, statements of assets, liabilities, and net worth, local and foreign bank statements. The Sandigan Bayan ruling also noted that the government failed to authenticate private documents and that some of the affidavits were hearsay evidence. The justice has also said that some of the evidence will still have no probative value, even if the defects were to be ignored, because they cannot even decipher the documents. The decision was penned by Division Chairperson Alex Quiroz, with the concurrence of Associate Justices Reynaldo Cruz and Maria Teresa Mendoza Arcega. Last month, the Second Division dismissed civil case number 0008 involving the supposed ill-gotten wealth of the Marcoses through the Tantoco family. As of last count, 19 other civil cases are still pending at the Sandigan Bayan. That was ABS-CBN's Adrian Ayalin. Moving on, authorities are discussing the possibility of holding special elections to resolve the poll protests filed by former Senator Bongbong Marcos against Vice President Lenny Robredo. Details from Vivian Guya. Should the ongoing protest against the results of the 2016 vice presidential race call for special elections, the Philippine poll body says it will be ready for it. But Commission on Elections spokesperson James Jimenez clarifies, at the moment, such discussions are purely academic. Yes, I'm hardly going to pout and say, no, not going to do it. So yes, it can be done if, it, if, it, if uh, the need arises. However, this is not to say that the need will arise. This is not to say that we anticipate any sort of elections uh, becoming necessary. It's just entirely academic. For the camp of Vice President Lenny Robredo, holding special elections remains a very remote possibility. In a statement on social media, Robredo's lawyer Emil Marañon III says the protest of Robredo's rival, former Senator Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr., is still facing dismissal before the presidential electoral tribunal. That's after an initial recount of ballots in three pilot provinces showed that Robredo's lead even grew by as much as 15,000 votes. Supreme Court Associate Justice Benjamin Kagiwa insisted that following Rule 65 of the 2010 PET rules, the election protest should be dismissed. But voting 11-2, the tribunal opted to require both parties to comment on the recount and submit their memoranda on Marcos's motion to nullify the election results in three southern provinces due to alleged terrorism and fraud. While some say only the Comelec can declare a failure of elections, 
Jimenez believes an electoral tribunal should also have the authority to annul election results if circumstances require it. He cites a Supreme Court ruling in 2016 in Abayon versus House of Representatives Electoral Tribunal, which upheld HRET's authority to annul election results. No, sabi ng isang Supreme Court decision, incomplete naman ang kapangyarihan ng electoral tribunal kung hindi mo siya bibigyan ng kapangyarihan na mag-anal ng resulta. What if doon sa protestang pagre-resolve niya, nakita niya na talagang may dahilan para mag-anal? Sasabihin mo ba sa tribunal, hindi niya pwedeng gawin yon? E di hindi kompleto yung kapangyarihan niya. Academically speaking, in theory at least, an electoral tribunal should have the authority to annul election results if and only if circumstances require it. Among these circumstances is when the supposed questionable ballots affect more than 50% of the votes cast on the specific precincts sought to be annulled and when it's impossible to distinguish with reasonable certainty between the lawful and unlawful ballots. But Jimenez says the question on whether or not the tribunal will claim this power is up to the PET. He also notes, should the PET decide to nullify votes, it will open up several interlocking issues. Magka-recount ka for VP, paano yung ibang positions? Eh, iisang balota yon, iisang bilangan yon. Will it be the same people voting uh, now versus they voted three years ago? Even if they are the same physical person, do they think the same? Nagbago na yan eh. So it'll be, it'll be an entirely new elections. For Robredo's camp, such opinions are speculative at best and a matter better left to the PET and the parties. Marcos's camp has yet to comment on the matter. Vivian Gulia, ABS-CBN News. Vice President Lenny Robredo warned of possible sedition charges. That's after the country's second highest official slammed the Duterte administration's war against illegal drugs. Robredo called it a failure and urged the administration to abandon the campaign. Presidential Anti-Corruption Commission Commissioner Manuelito Luna says such statements can be seen as a power grab and betrayal of public trust. Duterte spokesperson Salvador Panelo also slammed Robredo for supposedly repeating the lies of her colleagues in the opposition. President Duterte goes on another joyride just days after complaining about unbearable back pain that forced him to cut his trip to Japan short. The chief executive was seen riding what his spokesperson described as a three-wheeled motorcycle. Malacanang says Duterte is feeling much better now and only drove the vehicle for a few minutes. Duterte fell off a motorcycle traveling or before he went to Japan. After the dinner last night, when he went to Baipagbabago, he decided to ride in that motorcycle for a few minutes. Parang exercise. That is a three-wheeled motorcycle. So walang kaproblema-problema. Hindi sistema lang yun. Sinubukan niya lang. Wala pa yatang five minutes yun. The palace, meanwhile, vehemently denies reports Duterte decided to leave Japan earlier than scheduled after being left out during the emperor's enthronement ceremony. The president was with heads of state and royalties. In fact, si presidente lang yata, if you can count in your fingers, bulletproof vehicle at sinalubong niya sa airport. Ang laki ng ng respeto ng Japanese government kay Presidente. 
The palace also confirms President Duterte's trip to Thailand next week for the ASEAN summit. Moving on, the Philippine government set to lift the moratorium on marine scientific research by foreign governments. National Security Advisor Hermoenes Esperon defends the move, saying research is the first step towards sustainable development of marine resources, which will benefit Filipinos in the long run. Esperon also giving updates on the status of Manila's joint exploration with Beijing, insisting it is a fair agreement since China will be spending for it. It's no longer academic. Uh, it's uh, going into an agreement on, on how we could... Uh, make the uh, the wealth of the seabed work for us uh, and uh, we will we have already created we have already formed the uh, joint steering uh, committee and uh, shortly there will be talks with china on uh, in pursuance of uh, the earlier uh, memorandum of understanding that was signed in 2018 for the development of these uh, uh, energy fields. 60-40 is, uh, is a desirable uh, uh, sharing, but uh, it is not final. It and that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.